How are we doing, boys? Coach! <laughs> hey, man, don't be trying to get extra credit. <laughs> we talk, I guess, uh, yesterday, Terrence Williams' issues with the Frisco police were resolved. Can you talk, characterize the conversations you've had with him after that episode and just how he's responded since then? Yeah, I don't want to go into any details, uh, really, about that situation or about those conversations. Uh, obviously, he's out here. He's doing a good job for us. That's behind him. Uh, he's off to a good start in training camp. Uh, excited to have him back. How did he handle that along with coming back off of the uh, injury that kept him out so much? Well, he was a little bit removed from our team because of the injury uh, this offseason, but he worked hard with our, with our rehab guys and with our strength uh, coaches to get himself right, and uh, I do think he's off to a good start. Uh, we're going to be very deliberate with him early on here in camp, but he's already crossed some hurdles where he can practice uh, fully, and uh, he's been out there making some plays, so he's off to a good start. Do you have a plan yet on when he'll be able to go with back-to-back -back practices? Or Not really. Again, taking his situation day by day like a lot of guys, but I've been encouraged by his ability to run consistently throughout practice and his ability to make some plays in the 11-on-11 situations. Again, day by day, we should find out more here in the next couple days. Has it become a concern at all just because it's been so long? Yeah, I don't want to get into uh, the, the thoughts about what our doctors are telling us, but uh, again, we'll, we'll find out more based on the tests they've done. But uh, he's doing everything we're asking him to do. He's just not on the field yet. With Gallup, we've seen a really good day and a, and a not so good day. Is that just life as a rookie receiver? Is there, does he have to learn more things, more spots than what he had maybe in college? Well, I, I think that's probably the nature of being a rookie in the NFL. You'll have good days and bad days, and you'll have some good within days and then some bad within days. And uh, as they go and as they learn more and they get more experience, hopefully they learn from those situations and you start seeing more of what their best is on a consistent basis. And that's something you really try to preach uh, as a coaching staff to your players, all your players, but I think the, the rookies and the young guys probably need to learn that more than anybody. So he has flashed. He has some, done some good things. He has, he has had some big competitive catches uh, so far in training camp, but, but there's certainly a lot for him to work on. Uh, but he is going about the right way. How would you assess your backup offensive linemen and how they've looked through the first five or six days of camp? Backup offensive linemen? Uh, I, I think they're doing fine. Uh, we have a lot of different guys working with that, with that second group. Uh, you, sometimes you'll see those number twos in with the ones. Uh, one of the exciting things about this part of camp is that you get to see a lot of guys. We, re we really try to be disciplined in making sure that the twos and threes get a lot of work. And uh, you've seen a lot of different combinations. And uh, it's exciting to see those guys get better. To that point, you all have occasionally flopped Cam Fleming with Tyron Smith with the ones. Is that more about keeping Tyron fresh or giving Cam work with the ones or somewhere in between? I think that's all driven by where Tyron is, what his status is, um, you know, whether he's taking a, a day off of practice or whether we're limiting his reps in practice. You know, Cam's the next guy uh, right now, and he's getting those opportunities. And uh, you know, he's been a starting tackle in this league. He's been a swing tackle. We got to make sure he gets work on both sides. Chaz Green gets work on both sides. And they'll work with the ones and twos as we go. Based on you know Tyron's experience in the last two seasons missing games, do you put value on getting his potential backups work with the first team line? Is that something that y'all think about? 
again, I, I think it's going to happen just based on what his schedule is. Um, you know, you, you want you want the units to be strong. You want the ones taking all their reps together, but that's not realistic really at any position. So uh, it provides an opportunity for other guys to show what they can do. Uh, it's always interesting to see the threes work with the twos and the twos work with the ones. Sometimes you like a guy working with a certain group uh, and then you like him less uh, when he gets a chance to go with uh, maybe more experienced or, or players who are, at a, who are at a higher level. And, uh, and then sometimes you're pleasantly surprised. You like what they do. And all of a sudden, that gives you a little more confidence in them. So we'll try to create those situations throughout our team. Cam's done a nice job so far. Jason, when you see Tavon Austin, uh, that was talking about him being a web bat, but he's been most of the time with receivers. Can you do some things with him like Kansas City does with Tyreek Hill? Yeah, what we like about Tavon is his versatility. And, and you can call him whatever you want to call him. Uh, we like his ability to line up in different spots and do different things for us. He's obviously very quick. He's very fast. Uh, he's good with the ball in his hands. So, uh, you know, as we get going here in training camp, we'll continue to work on different things and different ways to get him the ball. And uh, we're comfortable lining him up as a receiver, outside or inside, and certainly in the backfield as well. He's done all those things. So when you said that, that show what a undersized, fast guy can do down the field. Yeah, obviously, they've done a great job with him. He's, he's had a huge impact. And, and these kinds of players have been in football for a long, long time, guys who can line up in different spots. And you know, all players, they have different skill sets. And typically, the, the guys who might be a little bit smaller uh, you know, have something else that, that they bring to the table, whether it's quickness or speed or just playmaking ability. And Tavon has that. My old high school coach, Fred Hyland, used to say, when they get off the bus, don't look at the big guys. The big guys are playing because they're big. Look at the little guys. The little guys are playing because they're good, right? So we have, a, we have a few little guys on our team who are pretty good. And I think a lot of teams around the league have those guys too. So uh, Tavon's a guy that we're excited about. He has some versatility, and we'll see how we're going to use him as we go. So when you sat down and looked at film last night, and you're watching the one-on-one -on -one pass rush, and you saw Demarcus Lawrence take a rep with each one of the starting offensive linemen. What, anything you're like, what, what's he doing? Did you kind of think, oh, that's just what he is? He's just trying to kind of get his guys going? or, or did I, you I thought it was good. Uh, you know, I've seen versions of that through the years. Uh, Demarcus obviously is one of our leaders up front on the defensive line. He loves ball. He works very hard at it. He loves to rush the passer. And uh, he just wanted to get in those, those situations. The other guys got their work as that drill went on. But uh, I think he was trying to make a point, uh, maybe to himself and, and to the rest of the guys, and it was it was it was competitive. It was good. Uh, I think we benefited from that. They said, are there any areas of your special teams from last year that, that you, you want to see uh, improvement? You know, re really all areas, uh, as you know. Uh, you know, we talked about it the other day. Just the importance in special teams of, you know, not giving up any bad plays. I mean, that's always something we're emphasizing in all phases. Uh, and then and then making some impact plays. We were able to make some impact plays in a couple different phases last year, whether it's a fake punt or blocking a kick or those kinds of things, returning a kick. Uh, you want to build on those kinds of plays. You want to tip the balance on special teams. So we'll have, we'll have a new complement of guys, some guys uh, on this team uh, who will be core special teams guys for us who were with us in the past. Some guys, you know, weren't with us. And so they're learning and, and understanding how we want to do things. But you know, as we all know, special teams can make such a difference each week. So you want to minimize the bad ones and, and make a couple difference-making plays. So we try to emphasize that to our guys. When you defensive line, you had a bunch of guys out yesterday. Will, will Tyrone and Tapper and guys like that and Taco be back today? 
or if, and if not, is that how does that stress you in practice? You have to alter your routine of what you would normally do. Today? Yeah, we anticipate those guys uh, hopefully being back at least in a limited fashion, so they can get some work in. Uh, we'll see how they feel after this morning. Going going into this afternoon, we'll communicate that as we go. But uh, again, anytime a player's out, it, it provides another player with an opportunity. And uh, you know, we're not at a point where we're so thin in the ranks. Um, you know, if a guy from the second group has a chance to go with the first group, boy, that's a great chance for him to show where he is. So uh, we'll we'll keep trying to emphasize that to our guys, and I think they're embracing those situations. What is it you like about Jeffy? Oh, there's so much to like about him. Uh, you know, he's a great example to me uh, of a guy who just earned his stripes at every turn, uh, was not someone who organizationally we thought was going to be a star necessarily when we, when we signed him as a college free agent. Uh, but he's one of those guys when he came in here, he just started to show up every day on the practice field. And, you know, one of my memories is him just really showing up in that Hall of Fame game that we played up in Canton a few years back when he was a rookie. Uh, fastest guy down, always around the ball. And, uh, you know, he's a great example because y you can use him, you know, with new guys you have on your team to say, hey, we're going to give you a chance, take advantage of it, you'll get more opportunities. And, you know, he did that on special teams. And then, you know, we gave him some chances on defense around the line of scrimmage. Hey, he can't do this, he can't do that. And, and all of a sudden, every time he was out there, he did something positive for our team, whether it's making a tackle or punching a ball out or intercepting a pass. So uh, at every turn, he take, he, he's prepared and ready for his chances, and he takes advantage of them. So again, a great example. I just think he's a good football player, very good teams player and a good safety force, and, and a really good leader for our team as well. Byron Jones kind of in a transition with positions, staying late, working with younger guys. Is this kind of a turning point season for him? Uh, you know, Byron just has always gone about it the right way. Uh, it's one of the things we liked about him, uh, a productive guy in college. But, you know, just, just who he is has a lot to do with the kind of player he is and why we like him so much. And uh, he's a very conscientious guy. He works very hard to get himself in shape. He's very team-oriented. He interacts with the guys well. He helps the younger guys. Uh, it is a little bit different for him because he's truly playing corner now. But he's had experience doing that in the past, and he's embracing it. He's embracing the coaching, and uh, he's, really, he's really off to a good start. He's made a lot of plays so far, and I think he's getting more and more comfortable doing what we're asking him to do. How different is that low hand technique that Paul teaches compared to what you guys have had in the past and maybe other guys across the league? It's even, just from talking to people, it says it's really something different than what you guys have done in the past. Yeah, I don't want to go into great detail about that, but I do think Paul has, has a lot of experience as a coach. And uh, you know some of the things he teaches uh, in terms of our pass protection technique, I think will benefit us. Again, guys have been receptive to it, and uh, I just think uh, you know when you see guys improve before your eyes uh, doing something, you can tell how much they're embracing it. And, and we'll keep trying to put them in competitive situations, uh, but but I do think that's uh, whether it's a, a pass protection technique or some of the things we're doing with our run blocking. I think it's going to benefit us. Again, the guys have embraced it. Thought it was good. Thought it was competitive. Uh, you know, we had a couple different kinds. We had seven on seven where it was scripted. Uh, the result of the play was irrelevant to where the ball was going to go next. And then we had a couple situations where we put the ball down and we just played. And we had a couple good drives. The offense moved it. They bogged down when they got in close. Maybe a little unfair to them because we don't really have much goal line type stuff in right now. Uh, we just were kind of using the inventory that we have in up to this point. 
Uh, but I thought that was a good competitive situation with the ones and the same thing with the twos. So that work is invaluable when you put the guys, the offense over there and the defense over there and you put a ball down and you play. Uh, that, that, that's as close as we're going to get to game-like situations. Uh, the players don't know the call is coming in. They have to respond to it. They have to execute it. They have to deal with the different situations. Those are all very positive things for us. Do you think to Joe Thomas about his tackle of Zeke? We all probably just had the same reaction. Don't tackle him. <laughs> Second and six from the six. You know, you just go to the next one. That's part of it. it. Gets competitive. We obviously don't want that. We don't want guys being tackled on the practice field. But sometimes those things happen. I think everybody understands. Did you think about how Ezekiel Elliott, particularly during those drills, handled himself and, and ran the ball? Yeah, Zeke's off to a really good start in camp. He's working hard. He's very serious-minded. And I thought he had a thought he had a good practice yesterday. He showed up. Uh, in, in that red zone period, uh, both as a runner and as a receiver. And uh, we'll keep giving him opportunities. But he's going about the right way. He's off to a good start. Thank you. All right. Good to see you guys. Hey, it's Rich Dalrymple's birthday today. Say happy, happy birthday, birthday to Rich. <laughs>